and welcome to the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the show about starting, growing, and marketing your purpose-led business. No magic wands, no false promises, just simple, straightforward, and honest advice based on decades of experience. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and you are ready to actually make a difference. Hello there, and welcome to this episode of Actually Making a Difference, the one-stop podcast shop that you need to help you to get your impact business up, running, and growing. Anyone who knows me knows that I am a fan of planning in business. I mean, I love an unplanned night out or a spontaneous trip to Paris as much as the next person, but when it comes to business, I like to have a plan. And I happen to believe that proper planning is one of the keys to success in business. Of course, there are others, but planning is pretty much integral. And there's very good research to show that entrepreneurs with a plan are twice as likely to grow their businesses and succeed in achieving their objectives, twice as likely as those who don't have a plan. Besides which, taking the time to plan properly saves you hours of umming and ahhing every day, and it gives you a sense of structure and purpose that significantly reduces overwhelm and panic. But do you know what percentage of purpose-led entrepreneurs, impact business owners and coaches actually have a plan for the year ahead? Hazard a guess. No, it's about 10%. And they all have great excuses. I can't plan for the year ahead when everything is so uncertain. Okay, I get it. The world feels chaotic and unstable, and we're all struggling with the changes being foist upon us day by day and sometimes hour by hour. But here is the thing it is precisely when everything around you is destabilizing that you most need the stability of a plan. Having a plan doesn't inhibit you from responding and reacting to events. It doesn't lock you inside a rigid cage that won't flex to changing circumstances, but it will provide you with some structure and some certainty. It will provide you with a clear path and points of focus. As one of my clients put it, having a plan will soothe you. So when the future seems uncertain, that's when you most need a plan. Because if you're not planning for the future, you're not prepared for it. Another excuse I hear a lot, I can't plan for the year ahead. I don't have any time. I've said it in other episodes and I'm going to say it again here. I don't have time is a lie you do have time. You're just making the choice to prioritise something else. And I get it, but I'm going to remind you, you are twice as likely to be successful at growing your business if you have a plan. If that isn't a good reason to prioritise planning, then I don't know what is. Another excuse, when you're really tuned into your higher self and your intuition. You don't need to plan because you're in flow, man. I remember being told this by a fellow business owner once with that slightly patronising air that a certain type of spiritual person gets when they are condescending to speak to a less evolved being. 
and I nearly throttled her with her mala beads. I don't buy the idea that you can't plan and be in flow. I don't see them as an either-or choice, just like I don't believe that you have to choose between spirituality and practicality, or between logic and magic. I choose both. I choose to plan and to tune into my inner wisdom. And then I hear this one a lot as well. I don't like planning. I find it too constraining. Yeah, I find VAT returns really constraining too, but I still have to do them. Don't get me wrong, you don't have to have a plan. You can be a free spirit, fly by the seat of your pants kind of business owner if you want to. But look around you. How many of those flying by the seat of their pants people have truly successful businesses? Businesses that generate multiple six or seven figures, businesses that make a profit, businesses that can afford them the opportunity not just to take time off, but to take time off in style. Planning doesn't have to be and it doesn't have to feel constraining. I think of planning a bit like a road trip, right? Which is my favorite kind of holiday. Having a business plan is a bit like planning a road trip. You know what your ultimate destination is. Let's take a recent road trip I did. My ultimate destination was Sicily. On the road to Sicily, I had a pretty clear idea of the direction I was heading in. And I knew some of the places I wanted to stop off on the way. I was going to drive all the way down through France, visit Aix-en-Provence, where I was at university. I was going to trip through Italy, go to the Amalfi Coast, stop off in Rome, go to Pompeii, visit Naples, see some friends in Umbria, and then drive all the way down and get the ferry over to Sicily. And that's roughly what I did. But, you know, I saw a signpost for a vineyard that looked kind of interesting, so I may have detoured from my road to go and have a look at that. And whilst I did go to the Amalfi Coast, I was only really planning to stay there for a day or two, and that day or two became a week. And my friends in Umbria were having, we were having so much fun that I decided to stay an extra couple of days, which meant I never did quite make it to some of the other stops I had on my route map, but I did make it to Sicily in the end, in time for my best friend's wedding anniversary party. Planning in your business is the same. You want to have a sense of where you're going and you want the route mapped out to get there. You want to know what the milestones are along the way. What's your equivalent of Pompeii, Naples, Rome, the Amalfi Coast? But you have the flexibility to change the plan as you go along, to decide to visit the vineyard to stay a little longer in one place. Warren Buffett once said that an idiot with a plan can beat a genius without a plan. And whilst I might not put it in such stark terms, let's be honest, Mr. Buffett was a pretty successful guy. And I'm no slouch either. I have two highly successful and highly profitable businesses, both of them built on great planning. So you can listen to me and to Warren Buffett, or you can keep up the pantsy flying antics. It's your choice. But if I've convinced you that planning might be a good idea, let me give you some tips. Tip number one, get clear on the context. 
Before you start planning, remember that it doesn't take place in a vacuum. There is always context. The key is bringing that to mindful awareness. For me, that starts with reviewing the year that has just passed. So I start my planning process by looking back and asking myself a series of questions. What did I enjoy or not enjoy in the past year? What worked for our clients? What did they seem most interested in? What didn't work for them? What did they seem less interested in? What do we want to do more of or less of in the year ahead? What did we achieve this year? What progress have we made towards our dreams and aspirations? What are we most proud of? What are we most grateful for? Whose lives have we touched? What difference have we made for them? And what have we learnt that will serve us well in the year ahead? By answering these questions for myself, I ensure that before I focus on my vision for the year that's coming, I have captured the lessons of the past. Tip number two, plan for your life, not just your business. Every year in November, I run a three-day luxury planning retreat at a gorgeous hotel in Kent. We eat, we drink, we chat, we laugh, and we plan. And here is where we start. I get participants to ask themselves, what do I want my life to look like in the year ahead? Not their business, their life. How much time off do I want to have? How many holidays? Where do I want to go? Who do I want to spend time with? I ask them to think about their home, their friends, their family, and to paint a picture of their life in the year ahead. And then over the course of the retreat, we create a plan that will deliver them the life that they want. Because I believe that you can, and in my opinion should, build your successful business around your life, rather than trying to fit your life around your business. For those of you who resist planning, does that make it sound more appealing? Tip number three, set clear objectives. What does your business need to achieve in the year ahead? This is your big why. It's your motivation and the driving force behind everything you do for the next 12 months. Now, I see a lot of people creating marketing plans without having thought through their business objectives, but marketing exists to service your business. So you want to get clear on what your business needs to achieve and then set marketing objectives to support that. For example, if this is a growth year for your business, you might have an objective around increasing revenue by 10%. That's a business objective. And by the way, never shy away from setting revenue objectives. I get that money isn't the be all and the end all, but I'll never forget the first time I ran a planning workshop. There were 12 people there and I asked them to set objectives for their business for the coming 12 months. And then they shared their objectives with the rest of the group. And out of all of those people, only one talked about money. Only one talked about what she wanted her business to earn in the year ahead and what she wanted to earn from her business. That struck me as interesting. Never shy away from setting revenue objectives. 
So you've got your business objectives and then you ask yourself, what does your marketing need to do to support those business objectives? That might be delivering a successful launch for a particular product. Start by getting clear on what your business needs to achieve and then set marketing objectives that support that. Now, I talk a lot about building blocks and foundations because I want you to succeed. I want your business and your marketing to work for you. And I know that if you do not have your core building blocks in place, you will undermine the effectiveness of everything you do. That's why tip number four is to remember that you need building blocks to create a pathway. Pathway is just my word for strategy and strategy comes before the plan. You need to get clear on your strategy before you begin putting together your plan for your business. Your plan exists to deliver your strategy, not the other way around. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, if you're wondering why building blocks are important or how to work out if your building blocks need work, then take a look at the guide to building blocks. You'll find a link in the show notes. And you'll also find a link for some more information about that planning retreat in November, if you fancy joining me. Okay, that's four tips to get you started with planning. And I really hope that you will get started because it's time and you are ready to actually make a difference. Thank you for listening to the Actually Making a Difference podcast with me, Sarah Price. Come and join a community of purpose in our free and friendly Actually Making a Difference Facebook group. Because now that you're part of my world, you need never feel alone on this entrepreneurial journey, and you will always be welcome.